recording the podcast? How oh. hip you are. First and foremost, I'd like to welcome you to the world's greatest motherfucking podcast. And this is another Corona episode. Episode. And Charles, episode. Charles has traveled state lines once more. I have traveled. Risking his life. I've, thank you, Jerry. I have risked <laughs> my life. For who? For the, for the squad, for the gang. I appreciate you, Charles. Came for yourself. Wow. Disrespect. Try to do some shit for some niggas, and this how they treat you. It's really crazy out here in these streets, buddy. Swear to God. Glad you made it, guys. But, yeah, we're out here. Another Corona-filled episode. This is a special episode, because this is on 420, which, if you know, is the stoner holiday of all holidays. It was the time where we sit back and we reflect on the fact that hot is not who we are, just something we do. It's just something we do. It's who we are. It is part of who we are. Um, Mook, for this episode, I feel like we need to go down memory lane because 420 is about the stoner, and I feel like the stoner... Um, traffic's best in memories. That's what the stoner does best. The stoner likes to reminisce. Mm-hmm. The stoner likes to fantasize and think about. Likes to reflect. Speaking of gathering thoughts, do you remember when that was a thing, Luke? It's not a thing anymore. I mean, how many times do we specifically gather our thoughts these days? I mean, I think we do it, we just don't say it. Interesting. <laughs> When like so, when you say that, like, can you point to a time where you can vividly remember being? Because I remember we would be like in the car, Jay would be finished, or Jay would be about to get finished, and niggas would be like, I mean, we don't hot box as much. Like together, we don't hot box as much. So it's just do you like, still hot box? Yeah, me and Shawty. I don't hot box as much. Me and Shawty still. I feel like box. I'm missing that from my life. I mean, we don't hot box. We would be in the car though. <laughs> And I still be gathering my thoughts because she be like, I'll be like, all right. About to, she be like, we about to go inside? I'll be like, let's get it. Five minutes. Gather your thoughts. Get yourself together. Yeah. Make, well, sure, make sure you got everything. Here's my <laughs> thing, though, personally. My thing is when you are a gatherer of thoughts, it's much easier, I think, to to understand when you're actually like doing it mm-hmm. if that makes sense Understood. but if you're not consciously someone who does that because a lot of times you're just sitting still but you're not gathering your thoughts yeah, yeah. and I think that's I think sometimes people confuse it I think mm-hmm. like the whole idea was that like yo you actually gotta like sit down and think and be like and prepare yourself this is what this is what my mind is about to take me to and organize your day that like or the next hour because that five minutes is what's going to spur on the, this next decision. Because this next decision is going to be important. Indeed. Whether it's the route I take to drop you off. Whether it's food. Whether it's the the type of food I get or decide I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Whether it's who I'm going to pull up on or who I'm going to attempt to pull up on. This is back in the day, so please, you know, mm-hmm. reminisce with me for a second. Uh, Niggas was on moves. I honestly think that like people don't realize how much when you smoke weed in particular like that makes you like go on like like you said go on moves like I feel like you're just moving 
Yeah, I feel like the idea of smoking weed is what makes people like be who they are in some weird sense, if that makes sense. Hmm. Expound. Huh? Expound. All right, so I think like when you smoke weed at a certain point, like maybe not now, but like back in the day when you smoke weed, people see you as kind of like a rebel or an outcast in some sense. So if that's who you kind of are, and you coming from like this group of outcasts, you start to take on that identity. You start to be, and you start to act, and you start to travel in that manner because that's kind of like that is your crew, that is your crowd, that is like those are the people who you kind of relate your, to. Your ilk. Those are the people who you see like mindedness in. Like those are the people who like I see. I think you find yourself being like, oh, they doing this. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that And I think that's what happens Like Is that why you were smoking weed? Nah I think I was smoking weed When I was smoking weed Because When you were smoking weed Charles? Well I'm saying like The start Okay I think I think the reason why It was like At no other point Was it just something Cause I had drunk alcohol Multiple times Like For sure In the teenage years so it wasn't like, you know, like doing like being unsober was like a thing. Like mm-hmm. I could understand the concept, but it was never a time where I was like, I want to just be drunk like in the middle of the day. For that, sure. That was never any time. Like even the first time I drank alcohol, I was like, yeah, this is cool, but this ain't like some shit. I just want to be on just to be on. It's some nice shit. Yeah, it's some part. It's truly some event and party shit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we we at someone's house. Yeah. And they're drink, you know, like we're we're skipping school, so we're we're playing X game, so people are drinking. Like, yeah. spin the bottles about to be played. You know, like that type of like yeah. very juvenile type shit. Automatic. So for me, that's how I was yeah. always looking that at the time, drinking. At band camp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. That, that's how I was looking at the drinking. I was looking at the drinking from like a, it has its place. Like, you know, we drink for certain reasons. We drink to to do X, Y, Z. For sure. In the way that like when I first started smoking, I remember I was, oh shit, I was smoking with Trey Burks and shit. And it was just like, oh, my nigga, he be getting smacked, first of all. And he just be chilling. And it was the first time I was like, oh, niggas just really just be getting smacked and be chilling. Like, I thought niggas got smacked and just started wilding and doing the... But I was like, oh, no. This nigga get smacked and just be chilling. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, maybe this is my speed because that was, <laughs> that's my that's my, that's my speed. My speed is I be chilling. Mm-hmm. So it was the first time I was like, oh, this is some shit that I do that is like true to like my sense and also at the time it was like yo niggas weren't trying to like I don't want to say respect but like niggas weren't like niggas weren't with it so if you were smoking like it was I don't even want to say taboo because taboo gives it like a bad kind of connotation <laughs> we're the rebels I'm not to say when we started niggas smoking it was, it, it was taboo I, we, who, we were hunks who are these guys 
I don't want to say see because that's the thing like because I think when nah, looking I mean smoke. to them they we were considered on. I think nah, nigga smoke. I think looking back at it is blowing big guys. Mm. Once again, I I say it's easy. I think when you're looking back at it, I think it's easy to be like, oh yeah, it was this, it was that. But I think at the time, I mean, me personally, I'm just saying like that's what that's what people called us. I don't think we were. Yeah, but, I know. I get what you're saying because it's true. Like people did say that, so I'm not going like front act like no. None of that that was ever said. Like, but I also think that like if you're being honest, at the time, like it's just like society. Like at a certain time, if you were a transgender, somebody was like ill, and people were just gonna say that openly. Now, if someone says that, people gonna be like, "Bro, chill out." Exactly. In most circles, not all, but in most circles, somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, you." Someone's going to. You might have somebody that's gonna double down on this shit. Yeah, you're gonna have yeah. someone try to question why you did that, and mm-hmm. if you and if you doing it was the right thing to do, in a way that that's how I feel about like Pat at that time. Like when you when we were sparking, everybody was like, "Why are y'all doing that? Like y'all can't do nothing else. Like is this all you want? You know, like it was a very much so like, oh, we're we're looking down mm-hmm. on the fact that." you guys do this and I was just like yo like I I fucked with it I fucked with the fact that it was just like yo you guys don't realize that like it's just packed it's not that serious Mm -hmm. and that was my always thing like I would always be like yo alcohol like like I've been drunk like I knew what it was like to be drunk like I'm not throwing up from you you know what I'm saying like I'm not being belligerent that's not my I'm not sick in the morning that's not my speed like that's none of that is happening from this and I just don't think that like I don't think people understand that until they actually have to like until you actually do both Mm. I think a lot of people don't do both they do one or the other so they think they have a a full understanding and I don't think that's actually very true. I think a lot you of people. Uh, this big, but are you just talking in reference to back then? I think at this point, I think at this point it's a little different. I, have lived at this point. Yeah, I think a lot of people but I do. Know a lot of people that's from back then they didn't smoke, so like now they don't smoke, even if it's due to career or just self. It's just like yeah, like I've never smoked before, like you know what I'm saying, type shit. Like even when they was in college. And I'm just like, okay, so just like, why haven't you smoked? And they just be like, I mean, like, I never have. Like, I'll be around it. I just never thought it was. I'm more of a drinker. I'm like, are you really more of a drinker? Like, you never smoked before. So how could you say? And they were just like, so what are you? And I'm like, bro, I smoke. Like, have you ever been drunk before? I'm like, yeah, like, I like whiskey, but I'm a smoker. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like I feel you. But I was just like just to say. No, I think I think back then. Here's the thing: I think people look at children and they say children are supposed to do certain things. So they're like, as a child, you should not drug and one sold at a store. Yeah, they're like, teenage drinking is a thing. So they're kind of like invent a thing. So they're kind of like we understand it and will shout out the mad and we'll put up with it to an extent. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll they're not gonna they're not gonna endorse it, but they're also not gonna frown upon it to the point where um it, it becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. You'll get reprimanded, you know. Don't do that again. You darn kids. 
as you get it. That type of shit. It, it'll be very juvenile in its... I think in its... In its essence. Yeah, and, and, and how even how people see it. People will be like, oh, it's just those kids. Where mm-hmm. when they see the drugs... Or when they I see was the age, I was drinking, uh, you know what I'm saying, all that shit. Yeah, when they see the smoking weed, it's something that people first deem as illegal. Yeah. So now they're going to be like, oh, you're, you're breaking the law. Then you get the whole stereotype about what people who smoke weed are. It's a gateway drug. Like you can <laughs> just start doing yeah. pills and all this other shit. So I think it comes with it just comes with so many more kind of negative connotations. The 1980s Ronald Reagan era shit. Yeah, it comes with so many more negative connotations that I don't even think you could look at them sort of the same in nature. Even though prohibition was very much a thing. That would be my argument. I think they're now like so, but like in 2020, going forward, maybe you might we might have something because people might see things differently. You know what I'm saying? Like people might look around and be like, "Hmm, maybe that isn't the right way." Public drinking is way to me way more frowned upon than a nigga hitting a J in public. You think so? Am I, am I, to me, as from my personal perspective, yes. I think... Because it's just like, if a nigga over there just hitting the J, he's just over there hitting the J. If you're drinking in public, I'm There's pretty still states sure where it's this open isn't carry. your first drink. Like, for example, New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, open carry state. Are you talking about guns? No, drinking. Oh. So like you can walk out with open open container. I'm sorry, I call open, say, open yeah. container. So like you can go. So like I don't think we're at that point. It's still like when people smell weed, people still do that stupid frown. They still turn up their faces. They look for it. They still. What's that smell? What's that? You know they still do that dumb shit. Both are frowned upon, but I think the open liquor might be a little. It's the tad bit more of a. A hard look that you'll get. Yeah. Just open. Open liquor say versus just, smoking like J. Like they see the J and they see the bottle. Like a bottle. Just outside in like the a, world. Uh, yes. I'm talking with a bottle. You know I'm saying. Well, here's the thing. I think our, if a nigga is walking, all right, I'm if saying. I'm outside hitting the J, yeah, and then there's somebody walking past me with a brown paper bag, yeah, you gonna see me, and yeah. then you gonna see him what he doing, uh-huh. and you gonna be like. He just drinking outside? Like, you he just walking so? with the brown paper bag? Like Because you can do it inside? Yeah, I think, yeah okay. just because like, smoking is an outside thing. Like, smoking is an outside thing. No, so, okay. like, in a lot of places. You see a nigga with a I think the bottle. smell, I think that's the thing. Like, I, even in D.C., like, you can't smoke in public housing. Well, I think that's the thing. D.C. is a, DC is a different, because people are so legal here in all it's different... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's I so mean, legal. we were them kids in D.C., like, before it was legal, just yeah, outside but smoking. but people do... It's so legal and people do it in so many facets, the medical, the recreational, yeah. the underground, the, the, you know, there's so many different actual, you know, facets to the, the weed culture that is hard to pinpoint. I think before, when you stick out as a sore thumb, like, oh yeah, y'all smoking weed when it's illegal and like, it's illegal, illegal, it's different. I think maybe you're right now, especially in certain places where the, the, the idea of weed is different. Mm-hmm. You're probably right, but I think in also certain places where 
weed is still like niggas still get because there's still places in America you get locked up oh, yeah, for, sure. for having weed, and I think in those places. People are, are more likely to be like, oh, the town drunk, whatever, and, and then be like, oh, these boys are smoking weed. Mm-hmm. It's still a negative connotation. I think we're, yeah, I think you guys are right. I think we, we swayed ourselves. Just a little bit more. Yeah, I think I think we've swayed like ourselves. 45. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. I think we've it's definitely swayed ourselves. It's not a large margin. But a nigga out here with a bottle. Hell yeah. Fuck, nigga. The bottle you, outside. You drinking out the bottle? Yeah, outside. Come on, cuz. Nigga. Belligerent out there. Damn. <laughs> like, he's outside trying to do something. He might hurt somebody. The nigga outside hitting the J, he ain't gonna hurt nobody. He, he's the one, he might actually go tell the police, hey, you know that nigga walking around with a bottle, right? You got a bottle. You got J in your hand, but you tell them police officer that that nigga walking around with a bottle in his hand. I'm like, son, that's a weapon. It is. <laughs> say, something, say something to that nigga Say something to that nigga wrong nigga, you know, that you, know, you, you swinging that motherfucker chat. Wagagow You think so? I don't think he wants to But he can't swear it as a weapon <laughs> I, I've worked in places where it's just like bro Like please Somebody get the bottle out this man's hand And it's just like no Like it's not even I just think a, it depends on what type of bottle For sure I mean it was. This was just like the 24-ounce Miller Lite John oh, at see, a music beer, festival. Beer is different, John. I was like, about to actually say. And my man was just like, he was drinking it, and then he was just like, fool bumped into him. He did it like four times. I was on some wild shit. I was going through the crowd trying to find some free weed. So I was just like, hey, son, my man bought a crush limp. And he was just like, all right, about to go break it what up. I said, security yeah, like, <laughs> I said, I'm not about to break up this fight, but you can go do that. And then as soon as the, like, the How many fights move, have you brought, broken up in your security guard career? Um, it's given let them niggas fight. No, no, no. It got to that. <laughs> it damn sure got to that. If like, I was to ever go back to be a security guard, I'd say, all right, y'all about to fight till y'all get tired. Yeah, like, security guard, let me know, my no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no, I do it for extra cash. Yeah, no, I'm good. I don't do no full time or nothing like that. At, uh, at MGM, zero. Zilch. Broke up no fights. I let all of them niggas fight. Did not care. Y'all niggas want to get tired. One of y'all drunk, the other one for at three minutes. So, yeah. Hey, for sure. I'll call back up you know, all day. And them, niggas, them big niggas can jump in it. But other than me, no, I ain't get paid enough. Um, CSC, when I first started out, I used to do a lot of music festivals. So. Uh, I'll probably say about Bogo Fight at Rihanna concert one time. Okay. Yeah, Girls. Niggas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very weird. Bruh. I had to talk to them. <laughs> this nigga boot giving life and life and life. <laughs> hey, to hey buddy. Like, no, once we got them outside, I was like, bro, like, now y'all outside, y'all girlfriends inside, and who knows? If y'all girlfriend's gonna go home with y'all after this wild shit. Cause y'all wanna act the fool at the Rihanna concert. And they was just like, kill, bro. I was like, yeah. But whatever, though. Two little Hispanic niggas, they was drunk. But whatever. But uh, I probably broke about eight fights in my security line. Hmm. Were you high for all these? Because I know you used to go to work smack. So, like, were you high or were you at the point where that weed had wear it off? Worn off. That's why I was going through the crowd looking for free weed. <laughs> Your jokes. How much free weed did you take in your time? Let's see. Uh, it's all part of the 420 vibes. Uh, 
Five Fly Festival one year. Probably came up like. Uh, almost an hour. Some huff? Nah. <laughs> if they were smoking huff, I let them keep it. That's 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 wicked. <laughs> if someone's smoking a huff, you don't keep it, but you take someone the gas. Yeah. Just take the huff and just throw it away, don't uh, you? can have that. Have fun. What a guy. You're sick. But I ain't never come across something like that because music festivals like that, niggas bring out like the good shit because you paid enough to be there. And then it's so it's just like, and it's like always, I always, see, I and see. always went for like, yeah, y'all know me, bro. Like, fr- I, can first find, I can find the gas. So it's just like, yeah, but uh, Mook is extorting niggas gas at the festivals. I'm here for 15 you know hours. In a di- gonna, I'm here for 15 hours in a different state. I gotta when get they back bring, on the bus, when they go bring home, and then go listen and when they bring back concerts and festivals i'm telling on people like you okay do it i'm sure let what niggas know what a guy i know the grammy nigga so it's just i stay away from him this nigga, is, this nigga you want a guy me not him <laughs> you're sick i would have got him already this guy was part of the man working for the man and enforcing man said extortion <laughs> Yeah, you were. He was extorting them for the gas. You got extorted, man. Yes, you were, because there was plenty of times where you probably, where you probably could have took someone's gas and you didn't, because you was like, all right, whatever. Nah, you always took the gas. Yeah, because came in on my fucking Verizon Center one time with his game playoffs and that thing, fried fool. Slim came in there. He had came with the book bag. He put it on the table. I'm supposed to check the bag. I'm like. Shh. I was like, I wouldn't even, I ain't even put my hand on because I was like, son, you can't even bring that in here. I got a little whiff. I was like, oh, son. He ain't say nothing. I was like, you can't bring that in here. Nigga's fried too, so he, he, he ain't hear me. So I was like, all right. And then he got his bags, like him or the bags smell like gas. So I'm like, it's on one of y'all. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm about to just check the bag. My supervisor right there, so I know they're going to tell him you can't bring the bag in. As soon as I open up the bag, grinder, sheets, funnel, all that right there. I was like, hey, fool. And he was like, what's up? And I just looked in the bag. He looked at me. He looked in the bag. He was like, damn, I forgot I had that. And I was like, you got two options. <laughs> and he was like, what are they? What are they? Take this shit back. I was like, oh you, I was like you can take it back. Now. And I was like, first of all, you can't bring your bag in, so you got to take the bag out. I was like, so you can take this back to the whip. He was like, I called the Metro. Woo. New for facts, man. I was like, oh, I can hold your bag, which I'm not supposed to do. I was like, but you got to give me your gas. And he was Extortion. This big extortion. This is what we call extortion. Like, you are literally defining extortion by it's the time. It's illegal, t- son. You're not supposed to have it anyway. And you supposed to just take it and leave. Or. I was at work, so I couldn't leave. You're supposed to just take My it and leave. My man was trying to go see the Wizards game. I'm trying to help him out. Exactly. He was on a nice little date. Exactly. So I'm like, hey, right, she, and she said, just give it to him because we got some more in the car. Smart girl. Yeah. She's a keeper. Extortion. <laughs> you're back for the bag. Hey, look, your man be like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. He had a camera in that jump, which you couldn't bring him in either. So he had a whole bunch of shit you couldn't bring in there. So I'm just like, both I was like, fool. I was like, I was like, I'm here for the rest of the night. 
I was like, I'll make sure. I was like, I'm here till they lock the doors. I was like, so. You never been nowhere. You had some shit and a nigga looked down. I was like, you know, come yes. back to me. Yes. But he did not try me for Definitely my Definitely didn't do take that up. Extortion? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're missing. Your ass isn't in your bag. It's on your person. Because you know that it's not going to go listen, off if you I go get through what you're a saying. metal detector. I get what you're saying, and I'm not mad at you. But... Uh, it doesn't change the fact that you extorted somebody. Like, you know, whether whether you took all the guys? Well, no, no, I didn't take it all. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, you know he no, did. I didn't. He, nah, he had too. He had way too much. I was like, no, nah, bro, I don't need all that. <laughs> I took it. I took it a nice little. I was like, give me like three, four nuggets. He gave me a couple nuggets. I was like, that we good. Extortion game crazy. Because I was like, bro, I had like a J left in the house. I was like, fuck, I'm going to need the cop. Fat man probably won't be up when I get off. So I was just like. Wow, this is, pretty, this is premeditated extortion. Nah, I thought about it right there, all that in the moment. I was fresh, man. This nigga moved. It didn't take me long to think, bro. This ain't my first time doing this. So I was just like. <laughs> Good. Extortion. Sorry, buddy. Can't come does. in. See if I'm a bam on the bag or you can come in, but you I watch your bag for you. That's what they talk about. I'm doing you a solid fuck they me. They talking about all skin fuck and kid fuck. Need, son, I ain't need nothing to eat. I don't need your money because that's like, I, I can't take your money. You know, But you can to, take the gas. Damn sure can. We going to step outside. <laughs> you can take the gas to hold the bag. Well, I say I'd much rather give you the 10 bones. And I had it. Nah, nah but I keep it $10. See? That's not an hour of work of my time. I gotta hold the bag. I feel it. I respect the hold the bag. You giving me that weed was like $30, 40 So I came up. I smoked for more than just that one night. So that $10 was gonna give me what? A J? Nigga, dumb. No, he was smart. It was an investment. He went and saw the Wizards game and they won. Streets are done, buddy. Say, bro. Cost of doing business. It's kind of mood. Just a capitalist, you know. Um, I won't say capitalist, but if the opportunity is there for me to capitalize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was a good one. Um, we haven't talked about the check. He felt it. I definitely <laughs> felt, it. felt it. I felt that. That was good. I've never wanted to... I've never wanted to decline a good, a good ribbing or a good joke or a good anything. If it's good, I respect it. The thing is, people should be mediocre, and they be wanting you to be like, yeah. And also, if shit is mediocre, I have no problem with it, but don't try to act like it's the greatest shit in the world. Just be like, oh, yeah, it's that shit. And also, it's a lot of shit that is really good, but it's mediocre. And what I mean by that is that, like, yo, it serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. Like a relief like um, like a relief picture. Most of the times, relief pictures are, like, the mediocre pictures. But when they're really, really good relief pitchers, they can be the greatest of all time. Mariano Rivera. I was just about to shout. You know, he's a closer, but you know, relief pitcher in itself. So the idea is that, yeah, sometimes things. He's the best relief pitcher. That's why he's a closer. Sometimes you know things are what they are. You know, sometimes shit is mediocre, and that's fine. But if it serves its purpose, it can really, really be that fire shit. Because you know what else is mediocre? Consistency. And everybody fucks with consistency. Everybody likes to know that when it's time to hot take. It's the difference between LeBron and Michael Jordan. Are you you already on that? Because the world. 
I knew we was about to talk about after it. After the two episodes? No, oh, no, no. Let's, before, I'm going to finish with Jordan. But let me get to a few more things. I didn't get to talk about this uh, this check on this Wax. This check. Talk about it, because you're obviously been upset about that check. All right, let me... Let me you let may me, or may not have... Let me, let me, let me breathe in real quick. Because Charles is... Let me breathe in. Charles is one of them niggas that's like... He, he, he a blue-collar nigga at heart. One more time. So him not being able to get this check crazy. But, yeah, I, I, but I for just, tax purposes. I, I kind of <laughs> feel as though I needed the check. Not that I needed the check. Like, Why, and, though, Charles? Because I feel as though I, said, I feel like I needed the check. Not that I needed the check. <laughs> <laughs> but I needed it. You, you, you feel me? Because here's the thing. For moral purposes. No, no, here's the thing. Shout out to Pablo. Here's the thing. Shout out to Pablo. As a citizen and a taxpaying citizen at that, like. Y'all just gonna nip it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel as though. Yes, we are. I, I've done my part. I've. Held up my end of the bargain. Like, I've had my taxes. Like, I've seen the check, and I've seen the check with the taxes taken out. So I know that something is being taken out somewhere. Like, I know money is coming out. Like, I know for a fact niggas are taking out. Because your shit say net, not gross. You know what I'm saying? So there's something coming out. And y'all telling me that, like... Uh, Social Security might not be here when I time when it's time for me. Still y'all for telling that. me like y'all don't even know about it, how long, but like y'all telling me everything that y'all taking out may not even be here when it's supposed to be there for me to reap the benefits of you taking it out. So I'm thinking like if we give it niggas, because you know I'm I'm still living through the pandemic. Like I don't know if you know, but like I'm still living. Like I, I did not get a check. I just want to put that out. But I am still living. Like I still gotta go. Like bills still gotta get paid. Like my landlord called me. I lived in the joint for almost six months. He ain't never called me. He called me to say, "Did you say your check? Oh, oh, are you doing okay?" And then after, and then after, my okay was like, "Yeah." And, and what about your job? Like. I'm just saying. Shit don't stop, buddy. <laughs> see, niggas, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, shit don't stop. I'm just telling you, shit don't stop. So for me personally, I'm not upset. Not at all. No, no, we're just saying facts. I'm just. Thank you. I just want people to hear my side of the story. <laughs> that's. that's <laughs> you know, you know. I just feel as though like we we've heard about everybody who's got got a check. What about someone who who has it? <laughs> you know, what you're I'm not saying? the only one. I, I, I'm speaking for those. Like, I, they're not as loud of a group. So I'm they're not as loud of a group. So you know, I'm speaking. Also, there was niggas. Are who you could, sure they weren't loud? Because on the timeline, niggas was mad that they didn't get it one. But see, them choice had come, they came in later and they just don't apologize. That's another issue with the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> the timeline doesn't apologize. The, the timeline doesn't apologize. apologize. That, is, that is the biggest I love issue. 420, Charles, bro. That is, that is the biggest I issue. I think the niggas that the aren't apologizing are apologizing aren't even up apologize. to the fact that they got that money. Like, there's been multiple times that the timeline has been wrong about Kanye and they have not apologized. <laughs> just saying. These are the facts. When? Um, there was like this one time apparently Kanye was supposed to perform at like some 
festival or thing when people could still go outside. And then... Um, it seems like it was so long ago. So long ago, but it was definitely, like, in 2019. <laughs> um, the person, like, fed them, like, you know, some real shitty food off some fry festival shit. And niggas, remember, and niggas like, oh, yeah, that was Kanye. But it was like, Kanye was like, no, I was just, like, a performer. And everybody was like... The when the the first day like Twitter was oh you know look at Kanye and it's cheap and da 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 and then they and then someone they were like nah he was just a performer everybody was like okay like niggas had to draw rule for the fire festival <laughs> yeah but he was like actually like you know out here investing and, like you he know. was just the face of the shit yeah but that's the thing like he was the he was the public face okay different like it's the difference between you know being like you, you that was the reason no one went after Kylie Jenner because she was just promoted she was like yo they paid for that Pepsi commercial no no for the fry fest she was a part of this shit cause she yeah she got paid to promote it oh yeah and oh, niggas was just like bitches and shit exactly and nobody nobody's tr- this is the weird part about America nobody is tripping off of anybody getting paid for wrongdoings they're only mad at the person who actually did the wrongdoings getting paid so, like, let's say me and you commit a crime, but this crime involves... Some white-collar shit. And endless, like, 40 other people. Mm-hmm. Most of the other people, if they're not black and they, you know, cooperate... You can say what you want to say, Charles. The whites. <laughs> yeah, not black. That's You know, it's black, white, or Mexican. We're going old-school rules today. Okay. Um. So... Uh, he has a point. With that being said, yeah, so... If if you know if they're you know not black and they're what you gonna call it and they're part of the shits they cooperate most likely we're gonna be like yo snitch and do this do less because that's kind of how our little, justice little plea jump that's kind of how our, our world works like we, the punishments are always lesser like if you're a white person you gotta do some real fucked up shit to really for niggas really to want to ask you. Like, you really got... Not niggas, for like, but, like, the government and unless people. You're, unless you're poor. Nah. Poor white people be in prison, bro. Poor they, white people do be in prison. They be in jail, too. But that's the thing about being poor, white, and being in prison and jail. A lot of times, I don't want to say it's your fault, but it's kind of your fault. In a way, <laughs> it's just like... Think about it. If you... Like, think about the idea of white trash. I think of the idea of like um, black people being ghetto. The idea of white trash is very unique to a succinct, succinct group of white people. Like very minute, like, oh, these are white trash. <laughs> it's not, oh, white people are white trash. No, it's like this trailer. You know, it's a very stereotype specific. On the other hand, black people are just criminals. You see, You see how that like, there's a big, there's no these type of black people because if it was these type of black people I don't think people would be as upset as much as I think because I think even black people as much as they hate to admit it they have some of these thoughts about other black people in case I'm pointing at it he's a very bad person he thinks very badly of black people sometimes I don't like it he saw he thought something of our friend which may or may not be true we don't know yet can't confirm people are jokes sometimes so but which we'll talk later Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, see how Mook would never want to expose another black man? I'm mad on the other hand. So what does Will talk later mean? Well, we're not on wax. Right. I don't want yeah, to save people's names. Because that, 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 still... that could get wild. Because I'm fried. So it's just like, there's no telling what I will forget not to say. 
If there's anything I say I've learned to do better is gauge not saying certain things when not all the way here. Facts. Because when I'm drunk, drunk, I honestly do not know what I will say. But like, if I'm smashing it, I could like, I can have my brain churn. Yeah. And it'll be like, when I'm drunk, I don't care. When I'm fried, it's just like. I'm slower. I'm really thinking. Yeah, it's just I'm like, slower. I don't want to say this. I'm trying to stop it. It's been 15 seconds. It's coming out. When I'm fried, I can go. <laughs> when I'm fried, I can go through. I can go through way more scenarios of the thought process of things being said. Yeah, like what's the consequence? When I'm sober, it's only two: what I know I should say and what the emotional me may or may not say. So it's three then, I guess. What I know I should say, and what I know the emotional... Oh, wait, that's four. What? That's what I should say. Are we talking about when you're drunk or we combining the two? No, no, when I'm sober. Okay. When I'm drunk, it's fuck. That's what I'm saying. My, I feel as though my sober self is the, is my most... is my most complex... When the last time you've been sober? Like, for how long? Like, 24 hours, a couple period. hours? Period. Period. Uh, probably yesterday sometime. Remember what y'all was doing this detox? Yeah. Sober? Almost? I, f- I feel like... Yeah, all right. What? Oh, no, when I was doing I the no sugar thing. started me, and then you started hitting your J's. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many days were you? Clean, clean. Like a week? Yeah, like a week, like seven, eight, like eight or nine days. Congrats. Yeah, I mean, I feel as though... My most complex thought process is when I'm sober. Because mm. that's when I formulated all the scenarios. I don't formulate as many scenarios when I'm smacked. It's just things are slower. So I think through, like, one scenario a lot more, like, layered. When I'm, when I'm like, sober, I'm like, oh. Damn, what's the worst case scenario? There's always a worst case scenario when I'm sober, though. Way less morbid when I'm fried, except for when I'm here. I feel like the sage and that incense get me morbid. No lies. No, I think when I'm fried, when I'm fried, I think about like the consequences and the outcome. Because just because I feel like Tish drilled that into me, so I just feel like everything has a consequence. So it's just like whether it be good or bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm big on that. Yeah. I'm big on there has to be a two sides to all of this. Yeah, so it's just like, she always told me that. So People like, get upset, though, when I, you do that. I mean, because they think you're being pessimistic, but. It's just like, no, bro. Like, that's what makes you deal with this it's thing. It's reality. Like, I, could, like, I could get drunk tonight, but I could also wake up in the morning and be sick, or I could wake up in the morning and not be sick. Sure. But there's a consequence to me getting drunk, in a, and there will be something. To go. A little OC, a little deeper, but like, we could do this. Like, we could be together forever, or we couldn't. Like, I think people don't consider. You talking about? No, I'm just saying relationships. Like, yeah, I just think like I think people only think of the good. Like, if you're with somebody, let's yeah. say if you ever decide to be with somebody forever, that means you could also be divorced. Yeah. This is this has to be a thought process. Yeah. If this is not a thought process, I don't believe that you're truly. You're truly doing. I think you're truly doing yourself a disservice. I mean, personally, if you get before you, like the whole prenup thing. Not even. It's not even about that. It no, has, I was just bringing up oh, from yeah. my point. Oh. Like I'm just saying, like the whole prenup thing. Like people get mad about the prenup discussions, but it's just like, bro, like we're getting married. 
So it's just like, if this was to end, we should know how it would go, like, without any argument. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, cause like, like you're saying, like if you're getting married, then like, bro, it's a possibility that we might. Here's not the thing: if we're getting married, there's literally, once again, maybe like three options. One, we stay together forever, and we die at the same time. I guess. Or I die one, before you. One, we you stay together. One of us die before the other each other. Three, we get divorced. Like these are literally, these are literally the options here. Yeah. So there's, there's no scenario where. There's literally one scenario where we both come out unscathed. They say we both live together and we die and we don't have a will. That is, the, and, and the one scenario so where we both come out unscathed is probably the most morbid. Us both tragically dying at the same time. Yeah. But say that happens, y'all got yeah, all this bread and don't have yeah, a will. Yeah, but you have a will. But see, that's the thing. Who Here's my thing. A, who has a will, though? People, people have wills, but that. that's the thing. People will. Is that, a living testament. But that's the, I think that's weird to me. Like, the idea of a will doesn't strike people as weird. But a prenup does. Yeah, I don't know why. And, and I get it. You like, you want to live forever, but your marriage is never going to end. Yeah, yeah. Because that's my my thing about it is that like, even if the think about it like, just the idea that like like life and death is you know it's here to come you know it's gonna happen. But like the, but like the idea that like. <laughs> Marriage is somehow unique in a way that it should not be. I feel like prenup should be mandatory. Like people should be like, "Yo, at this point, boom, boom, boom." And then after X amount, you know, there should definitely be clauses like, "Yes, if you if you end up making five hundred million more dollars, and I help you, I should probably get some. I should probably get yeah." Like, yeah. I think people are just ignorant. Especially over like say like, y'all got married, you came up. Y'all stayed together for like say let's say twenty five years, and then y'all get a divorce. She, she like whoever is the non breadwinner, I guess you could say. Like if they assisted you or like took it took care of the house or some shit like that, bro. Like yes, cut them a check. Like yeah, I don't. I, I just think I, I just think it. people are greedy. I think that's all it comes down yes, to. Indeed. Because I think like if you're with somebody, you should always want to take care of them to a certain extent. Like. If you get, I feel like here's my thing. If you got three years with somebody, you you're not supposed to be indebted to them forever. But I think there's a certain there's a certain amount of grace period as like, yo, you're kind of we me and you have been in this. I should work to help you until you get to the point where you don't need me to help you no more. Then you can find someone else, or you can start doing it by yourself. That's on you at that point. But I think people are just, again, people just greedy. People are emotional. People's feelings get hurt. So, you know, oh, you left me. So now I got to be mean to you. Well, I don't think it has to be that serious. You can leave somebody. Oh, shit. Good? Yeah. And help them, you know, get through their shit. Now, to switch things up, what you been watching on TV? I got TV takes. Need to get off. All right. Um... Been watching this joint called Better Things. That's on FX. Yeah, Shorty from Californication on there. Yeah, the uh, Rico's wife. Pamela Alden. Rico's wife. Yeah, yeah. That's Pamela Alden now. I'm gonna call them by their character names unless I like them or they're black. I mean, that's her real name. I fuck with her now. Okay, that's fine. But um, and uh, what's that, Dave? That's good. FX. Um, you on the FX swag? Yeah, I mean, I'm on Hulu, so. Okay. Respect. Uh, what else are you watching? Um, 
Black as fuck. I All right, Betty, I love it. That's what we. That's what we get to it. <laughs> Black as fuck. Uh, it's a few jumps on Netflix. I fuck with. Innocent Files. Mm, um, I saw that. It looked good. Called, yeah, that joint was alright. Shorty got me here. It's a joint called Outer Banks. I didn't think it was gonna be as good as it was, but it was actually alright. I heard um, someone on my morning work call was talking about Outer Banks and saying that it was a good show. It is. I was not expecting it to be good. And you know, it's home. That's in North Carolina. Yeah. You used to use the vacation there as a child? Uh, no. I've always wanted to go. I was supposed to go, but um, things happen. Yeah. No, I respect that. I'm in a couple hours away. Ended up not going. Cool. Um. So black as fuck. I love Black as Fuck. Um, black as Fuck is my shit. Me and Kenya Barris relate. If I, I have found my new TV dad, yeah. he is me, I am him. Um, I need to get a little bit more money, but I love his vibes. I, the way, I love I love everything about him. He's a great TV dad. and yes. I didn't think he would be better than Anthony Anderson, but... He's better than Anthony Anderson. Yeah, his his dad is more I think relatable in like a a comedic way because mm-hmm. it me it's like I know this might be blasphemous to some people, but it's like Larry B. David meets Modern Family, uh, Phil Dunphy meets like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. I think there's there's this like uniqueness in the character that makes like there's not many times where a char- where a father can talk about like aborting going to the abortion clinic driving past the abortion clinic with his daughter and it not be like what the fuck it'd be like oh like that's funny like mm-hmm. legitimately a funny scenario a funny like situation and Have also you, you finished the show already no i got like three more episodes mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's the thing about netflix i, I don't binge men shit Cause I just don't like binging shit. That's one thing I've stopped doing during quarantine. I've stopped binging shows. Yeah, like I'll watch a show. Like we'll literally be a shot. We'll watch a show. We'll be like three episodes and be like, "All right, time to regular TV." Yeah. Like I find myself just being like, I will watch Sports Center for thirty minutes just because I can't keep watching these. Like I'll watch SVU twelve to three, and be like, "Nah, can't watch a fourth one in a row." Go watch, go fucking watch the mayor or governor give coronavirus updates for 15 minutes and then come back to as like le- legitimately just need to break up the monotony of seeing the same thing over and over because I feel like you take all that shit in yeah so like if I keep watching fucking people get murdered and clap my thought process is gonna be about people getting murdered and clap yeah so like how about I take a break oh speaking of my other show too hot to handle. Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the little jump. I saw, I saw the preview for it, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Two or three episodes? They can't have sex. Really good. And this brought up my question I needed to ask you. I love... See, this the, the weed works in mysterious ways. Like, we'll sometimes same, it make you we'll forget. Same link too, sometimes sometime. it make you forget, but it come back and it make you remember. Do you think it would be harder for you to not have sex with your girlfriend for a month or if you were single, to not have sex with a group of five women who are hot who may or may not want to have sex with you, which one do you think would be harder? Probably the latter. The singles, right? Yeah. I think so. Here's my theory, and this is my theory. My theory is that you would want to try something new. 
I think being with the, your person, you're like, especially if there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line per se, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've had sex with them. That don't mean nothing to me personally. I'm gonna get that out there right now. <laughs> I bet nigga needs a slaps. You think so? I know so. Quarantine, like what? I feel that. <laughs> no, no. See, because because I didn't, I didn't consider our I, I didn't I didn't consider it as, as much as as a you know a, a me thing as I thought of the other person. Because here's my thought process. I'm thinking that like me, I'm not like her. Like you asking me. Yes, because the thing is that like I'm the one that's fucking not her. Yes. So for me, this is the thought process. If it's my my lady and I've already slept with her. Am I going to risk the idea of losing this money for something I already know? This is where the temptation, I think, is different versus trying something that I've never done before with this money still over my head. That's cool. I think... But I can hit that joint that I don't know and be blown because that shit is not torch. And then I'll be like, fuck, now I'm out you of be, and, you're, and you're fucking right. But also, you couldn't even be like, Damn, that shit was the torchiest. But it wasn't worth a hundred bands. And that's the question. So, so I guess I so so I guess so I guess we do have another question at hand. Would you sleeping with your girlfriend would mean that her she is worth the hundred bands? Yeah. So then oh so so then it's, oh so then it's much easier then. So then it would be easier to sleep with. Um, it would be harder than. Your girl Well it'd be easier then Cause you'd be like It doesn't matter The hundred bands wouldn't matter Cause she's your girl right Your yeah. girl's worth the hundred bands yeah, These new girls like, you don't But I'm not saying I don't But see that's the thing Like I mean if that's just Like going into it like that But it's just like That's an afterthought More so But that's my point uh, Yes that's And that's the when issue it should be a beforethought After That's an after That's what I'm saying Before Because but that's like what Beforehand like Now that I'm thinking about it It's just like, but like It'll probably be harder to fuck my Not to fuck my girl Than to, not to fuck the singles Cause like for one It's just like You never know I've never fucked you for one Two Trying to get to fuck you You probably might Blow the shit out of me Cause bitches be annoying It's true Not all but some, so you know what I'm saying, and then it's just like a thing like that. Is just like you never know. John might be trying to pressure you. Not that type of nigga. I'm like, bro, like I don't really care about that type of shit. You say it's five of them. Second one, she might be on the same shit. Third one might be down to her, but she don't shave. Fourth, fourth one, probably might not be, but she bad. The fifth one. Over Summer Walker. The fifth one, you know what I'm saying? My bad. <laughs> and then the fifth one, you know what I'm saying? She might, the fifth one might be the worth it one, but it's just like, eh, I want the hundred bands. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's honestly up to the person, but me personally, it's just like, bro, like, I, I, I was like, the whole time you was talking, I was like, kid, like, you was just like, I was like, son, like, my girl probably be looking bad as shit one of them days. It'd probably be, like, day 25. I'm like, fuck. But that's the thing about, I think, but see, that's the hey, thing about. right now. <laughs> but see, that's the thing about your girl. I feel like all these complaints you have about the people you don't know are something that you may or may not at one point have thought about your girl. Unless it was love at first sight. That happens to some people. Oh, it no, is what it is. Annoying. So that's my thing. So my thing about it is that. I can't speak for everybody, but I'm curious as to the what makes somebody decide the risk is worth it. Because... Mm -hmm. Do they drink on the show? 
Yeah, they do everything. Oh, so they they they're fueling temptation. But and, see, that's and that's my thing. My thing about it would it be harder? It probably would be harder. Like like you said, me and my girl get drunk. Yeah, of course, because we already know each other's energy. If I get well, you drunk, could just be sober. You never know. You could. That could be. Without, but see, that I think that comes back yeah, to. I could be sober. I'll talk about out. being an enabler versus not being an enabler. Mm. You know. If you knew, if you if the end goal is to avoid temptation, and you know being drunk will make you be more tempted, don't drink. But once you once you start to drink, you gotta not be tempted, mm-hmm. unless drinking is the temptation. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like, bro. It's, it's, and then again, it's into this and what you went to. So they bring like the five Jones your speed, hey. and you just like kill. I might go to speed limit this week. What if one of them is OC on you? See, that's the thing. I, I think it's I think it's easy in in theory to be like yeah to say I won't do it, yeah. or that one would be harder. Like oh, the, be the girlfriend, yeah. the girlfriend would be harder or easier because I think with your girl, I think you kind of you have you have this built in preconceived notions of what she I will. I think it would be easier with your girl because it's more so like we in this together. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's just but like also this honey, this every is, person for themselves, and then every person for themselves. So yeah, like, so it comes. What's more, what 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 drives people, the group or self? Motherfuckers be horny, bro. You keep you keep a bunch of motherfuckers around each other long enough, somebody go boink. And that's what I. So if you if that is the if that's a premise, <laughs> if 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 the premise is if you keep niggas around each other long boink. enough, they go and get their rocks off. Yeah. Then being around your person, unless you're a real nigga and you just wank the crank and you just be like, they right, can't. They're not allowed to. You can't wank the crank. This is semen retention. Yeah, fuck that. I wouldn't even sign up for no shit like that. They got <laughs> they they got uh, cameras in the shower and shit. Yeah. Oh damn, you can't even sneak off, chat. That's crazy. Shorty was in the <laughs> shorty was in the shower <laughs> massaging niggas' shoulders. This nigga was going straight for the showers. I just had to think. He like, just went straight <laughs> for the showers. Just learned a lot about him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that quite type of house, I'm pretty sure niggas sharing please, rooms and please shit. Please do You gotta explain yourself, buddy. <laughs> just trying to set the scene. <laughs> <laughs> trying to set the scene. Look, don't need to. Set the scene, buddy. Set the scene. Set the scene. Because that was funny. Once again, Joe's greater than Come on, buddy. You know the vibes. Jokes are greater than facts. If there's, sure. any, if there's anything... Now, listen. I didn't say jokes were more important than facts. I just said they're greater than... Uh, today's times, I think jokes are more important than facts. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, 5G vicious. Nah, more, <laughs> fa- facts are still more important. Like, I had to think about it for a second. I had, I had to think about it for a second. Everybody has to think about it. I had to pause for a second. I was trying to see his reaction because he really was just like... Had to think about it because here's the thing about jokes. Jokes are greater than facts because jokes allow people to get away from whatever. Reality. Yeah, and that's and that's what like ultimately this is all about. Facts just confirm things that we are uh, that that I think are, that are that are known. Okay. For exi- for existence, like I'm gonna say, I was because I was gonna say we already know, but a lot of niggas don't be knowing the facts. Exactly. Like, I, I think are in existence because I think to know. Is all relative. 
So I think certain things are in existence, and you know, you just got to be able to find it. Um, jokes, however, though, they allow people to like allow people to get away and allow for like, yo, if you think if you make a joke and you think like such and such is a dickhead or whatever, that person being a dickhead. That works. Like that is your reality. This person now is a dickhead, and that works for you. This per you don't, especially for people you don't know. It works in particular lovely for people you don't know. That's why racism and all that shit happens. But hey, sometimes you gotta take the good with the bad in life. So jokes being greater than facts is probably why racism exists. But once again, gotta take the good with the bad. I mean, propaganda. Prime example. Like that. Those are jokes. Like propaganda is jokes. Mm-hmm. So they say. But, like, propaganda spreads faster than any truth. Sure. And propaganda is literally how people get elected, how... People control the media. How doctrine... How people become indoctrinated. How literally cultures are shifted. Yeah. Through propaganda. Like, a lot of times when you tell people the truth, that's not how it works. Mm. Tell people, hey, don't do this. Don't eat this because this is bad for you. Or this... Or the, this amount of people... Like, think about it. If they were completely honest about this coronavirus shit from the very beginning, so for every aspect, hey, it's killed this many people right now, but we don't know how many exactly died from this. We can tell... Because here's the thing. I think what has happened is that scientists aren't lying. Here's the thing. Here's for all my coronavirus truthers. I don't think scientists are lying. Coronavirus is here. It's a real thing. People are dying. I think with coronavirus Ed, being the direct cause of the death. Yes, and I think that is the issue at hand. Yeah. I think what happens is that when, especially when something is new, a pandemic, uh, a disease, or yeah. whatever, when it's new and you see multiple symptoms aligned across different things, it's easy to attribute something that happened in person A mm. and B and say it's C mm. when it, it's, it could be or it could be they have A plus some D, E, F and this person B just has the A and the E. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got some of it but not all of it. Yeah, and now it. since you pointed out that they got two of the same things, now it's the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. By any matter But I think, like, scientists are steadily learning about this disease, you know, finding new information and stuff like that. So, of course, information is going to change. Yeah. So, I think that's a problem. I think this thing is more fluid than people want to give it credit for. People are like, I mean, first what is all, coronavirus? I, I mean, when you get... Yes or no? When you explain anything in the kind of, like, illnesses or medical to me, it's fluid. Like, because, like, if you don't... If you don't know anything, if you know anything about a living organism, it has a DNA. If it's a single cell organism, nine times out of ten, it has a RNA. So if you don't know the operations of an RNA, then therefore, like you, I, I can see how you can be confused. Which is, this is very basic biology here. Like this is tenth grade, ninth grade for some people. So it's just like you know what I'm saying. So it's just like if you if it's an RNA, then it's a learning organism. So therefore, like if you give it a treatment, it can still learn a way to adapt to said treatment, and then enhance.
plants itself and it comes back more vicious. Buddy, so like we're not the only things on this planet with brains. Like, polio. Yeah. We've had diseases and things of these man de- and the, of this magnitude. Yeah. Influenza. Yeah. The the code that that have pro- the flu that have provided us with yeah. you know like things that have forced us to be like oh. How do we change this? And people being like, oh, these people die from this and these people don't die from that. Like, I, I think sometimes it's like, easy. There's a reason why there's no cure for allergies. I think it's easy sometimes to attest things, especially things we don't know, to the fact that there's something going on that is above our control. Yeah. So it, it would be nice to think that the government is out here plotting and building and putting shit together to and you know to you know create a disease that kills endless people like that's that's comforting yes exactly but i don't think the government could have created something like, i don't even think about it i think it's that even if they did which you know you never know in the time because the people who the people who even will be right during the time a lot of times are guessing and are inferring For and sure. are putting two and two together there's nothing no probability and statistics. Exactly. Right now. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing concrete to say. Hey, because a lot of times to do anything concrete, that means you would be testing on living people. For sure. Basically, five G. You mm-hmm. would literally have to be like, all right, there's a five G tower here. You lived here X amount of years. How many people die versus how many people who live X miles? You know, like yeah, that's yeah. how it's. And that's the thing. Like we have a. For all the things I don't fuck with, with like the idea that science is the end all be all, we have a scientific p- a process. Yeah. We know how experimentation works. We know if you we know what control variables versus And if you listen to a scientist, a scientist like we, will tell you that nature science trumps man science. So like we under and there's and listen, the people in science will tell you there's things of this world that we do not know and of we do nature. Not understand, bro. Things that are changing. Like, fuck are you talking about the earth that was the once once way it was in like 1500s is not the same in 2020. The expert of the brain cannot operate 100% of his brain, but yet he's an expert. Literally, on the brain. CTE is something that people are like, you know, like we talked about a hot button word to talk about head diseases, but it's something that you can't even diagnose until a person is dead. Yeah. So it's no way to tell if this person even actually had yeah. the quote unquote CTE you speak of. I'm here. Because, like, while he's alive, he might be schizophrenic. And that's my point. I think that's my... my, my he might greater, be narcoleptic. My greater point about this coronavirus, yes, there's people who have been wrong about it, flat out. There's people who said things were wrong. For sure. But also, I think... Trump. Well, not just him. Just people in the... In my, I, here's my thing about Trump. No, I'm just saying he's just the loudest wrong nigga. That's yeah, the only because I he's Yeah, because here's the thing. When you're the president of the free world, United States of America, you're not... If he was wrong, because a lot of presidents are wrong, Obama was wrong a lot of times, George W. Bush was wrong a lot, Clinton was wrong all the time, they have a humility about them that gets them to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. When your man Trump is wrong, you know what he does? He doubles down, baby. Doubles down. He throws, he throws rallies. Mm-hmm. He, 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 and then he, when he gets to the rally, triple down, baby. He, he, he throws journalists underneath the bus. Like, when you do shit like that, you bring attention to yourself. And, you know, if Trump half the time would just be like... Go and hide it for a few days, not tweet. He be fine, but you know what he does? He keep tweeting. Keep tweeting, and half of, and half the time, I I truly believe is to be like, all right, forget about what I just did. Mm-hmm. But then it piles up. Like yo, if you went year by year, he's been in office. There's a host of things, bro. 
when he first started in Sean Spicer, yo, it was every day like his they were Twitter thread is literally a thread. They were cre- they were talking about all these it's violations. It's a collection of tweets, like it's a ongoing series of tweets. Mm-hmm. He's really he's highlighting his own shit, I and from mean, his perspective. I mean, he he listen, he does what he's done. Like no, no, nigga, I just like that's what I'm just saying. Like he like he's using Twitter for. The exact reasoning for what you say, like just click to me. So I'm just verbalizing. What well, his his what? Like the way he uses Twitter, like his Twitter thread. You know how they be like, would you like to link this tweet to the next one? Like threads. Yeah. Like, but instead it's just like type sin. I don't connect it to that tweet, but these tweets go together. So like if <laughs> everything from his presidency, from the beginning of his presidency to today, you can literally go back and read all of his tweets and be like, what did Trump do on this day of his presidency? I mean, you go back to his tweets and be like, oh, he did this. Like you don't even gotta Google this shit. Yeah. That's why I was just like, oh, like his tweets are literally a thread oh, of his like presidency. The, I mean, I mean, to like me, a literal just, thread. Just the, today's diet. Like, yo, if you ever, <laughs> like, the, the way you said, if you would have just like, if you read day, my tweets, you'll never know what the fuck I'm talking about in order. Well, my thing about him is that, like, <laughs> you're right. His his tweets for the day are, like, the diary of the America, like, America that day. So, like, if you go to January 17th, 2019, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is what was going on in the world. Like, you know, the man wakes up and watches the, you know, the local news and it's just like, oh, this is what they're talking about and then talks about it. Mina, this, they watch the same m- moves. Mina and <laughs> Mina and Joe, Mina and Morning Joe, that, and like, that's, like, you know, that's how people know. So, like you said, if you didn't know what happened in the United States on, like I said, February 7th, 2018. Just say a date. <laughs> you, go, you go to Trump's tweet and you would have an idea of what was going on, at least from a political perspective. In, in his po- political perspective. Sometimes sometimes he talks about the world. Sometimes he'll be like, North Korea, bad. <laughs> sad. Or sad. sad. Kim Jong-un, small, uh, small man. Like, you know, like, like, for example, last week, liberate Michigan. Liberate, like... If you what? if you go if we go back in two months isn't that in the United States? Aren't they liberated? Listen, move. So <laughs> let's say let's say this quarantine shit ends and we go back in like two months, two to three months, mm. and like we said, we look back, we go like, damn, what were we doing? Like, remember quarantine? Because you know this is what happens all the time. Yo, niggas you, don't remember quarantine. Nah, niggas say they will, but check. We're going to remember quarantine. Nah, niggas get a few weeks removed and then. I'm talking about when everybody's out, not when you know when they start baby by baby. I'm talking about when they when they just drop the bomb and they like, y'all niggas like, free, y'all niggas free, Juneteenth type, type shit. Okay. Once they let us out out like that, and shit happens, I'm trying to tell you, niggas are going to look back and be like, oh, Trump. You niggas can go back and look at Trump and be like, oh. Liberate Michigan? What the fuck was happening in Michigan? And then you'll be like, oh, that's when niggas was protesting. Because the idea of niggas protesting right now is like, whatever. Like, we live in it. So I don't think this nigga didn't even realize that shit in Annapolis was happening until niggas told him about it. Yeah, but he saw it. He just didn't know where the fuck it was. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, you, how much shit do you see on the internet every day and be like, but if I be like, yo, remember that week when Trump was like, liberate all these states? Nigga blocked me. Who? Trump, I blocked Trump. 
You block Trump? You can't see his tweets. Oh, what? I don't follow him, but definitely he just kept ending up on my timeline. And I was just like, well, how the fuck do you what keep it on my timeline? What type of timelines do you have? I do not. Bruh, I mean, you know, you know, you know, I follow a lot of news shit, so. Yeah, I don't follow news. I only follow, like, y'all and fake people I know through other people. And a few, like, just, like, Twitter friends. I follow like, y'all, a couple Twitter friends, and news. Twitter friends is real, bro. Yeah. We be getting it in on the time, man. My niggas. Jada. Oh, Babyface and, uh... Teddy Riley. They going right now? I thought they was going at nine. Again? Baby. The nigga got his mic fixed. Yeah, hold on. Let me he better not be streaming from his website again, as well as streaming from Instagram. Because he's an idiot for that. Oh, this I wasn't even watching that jump. I was like, he's streaming from two different jumps. They, they, they said they said they broke uh, Instagram. It sounded like that nigga was like, you know how you call the radio and your radio on in the car? Oh, that shit. It sounded like that. Yeah, you're not going to hear yourself type. <laughs> They said they broke Instagram. They said it's only working from the uh, Instagram uh, laptop. Wow. Hmm? Oh, well. Yeah. I think I think you missed your moment. If there's anything I think we learned from their little um, kerfunkle. The versus jam. Well, the kerfunkle, I think the one thing you learned is that when you got a moment like that, it got to be your moment. Like, you can't, like... Yeah, like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure it's, it's people. It's, I'm sure it's gonna be a shitload of people in there today. But what it would have been, you're not gonna be able to duplicate that. Like, you might be able to talk it out and you know get people to you know do whatever. But it's definitely gonna be a different vibe. All right, before we leave, Mook, we need to talk about the only entertainment the sports world has during these traumatic times. And that is Michael Jordan's documentary. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Uh, that joke was great. It was, uh. First two episodes. What do you take? You said it was great. When you say great, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, seeing everything I wanted to see. Like, niggas always talking about Michael Jordan greatness and sucking dick and all this pedestal shit. And it's just like, bro, show me the nitty gritty. Like, what was really going on? Like, Cause I always heard rumblings like, like you said, like how did he handle Dennis Rodman being the more famous nigga between them? Like, how did he feel when Scottie Pippen? Like, my father got me into the whole Scottie Pippen, like holding out. They say he was hurt, but he was just like, yeah, he held out for real. Like, cause like he said it last like last night, like he could have got his surgery way earlier, and then he didn't. He said he enjoyed his summer, got surgery right before the season. And, like, my father got me up today. He was like, bro, that's a holdout. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't get paid during the summer. So he was just like, bro, like, I'm gone. And I was just like, yeah, I wanted to know how Jordan felt about that. But it's just like, it's just a last shit, bro. Like, we're only two episodes in. But it's just like, I just want to know how Jordan really handled his last year. But, like, because it's just like, that hurt, like, that shit was hectic. Like, I've always heard it was hectic. Not too many people, like, really wrote about it and talked about it. But it was just like, yo, like I want to see this. Like, what was the what was the bullshit behind this? Like, I don't give a fuck about y'all winning six rings. Yeah, that's cute. But like, same thing with the Warriors. Like, I want to know what the fuck that last year was like with KD. 
Like, yeah. I really I think it's more interesting because they lost um, the Warriors in particular. I mean, this is interesting because they won. Like, how the fuck yeah, did you face that controversy? Like, all the bullshit going on in between with the with the two top players in the league and the GM. I think it's different because and when you, you got Dennis Rodman doing whatever the fuck Dennis Rodman is, doing. There is such a different lore. Like, we're not, like, you know, people, like, people respect, you know, even though people who don't know, people still even respect, like, the myth, the mythology of the idea of that Bulls team. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it all comes down to, like, yo, m- people talk about Michael Jordan, like, whatever. Like, he's, like, this myth. But, like, Michael Jordan is not, like, he played at the same time, like, like, I saw Michael Jordan play for all intents and purposes. Like, that that final championship, I, I like, remember watching. Like, no, I don't remember it. Exactly the the emotions I felt, but like I, as a kid, I remember being in the house. It was Jordan's like Jordan time was a thing. Like I vividly remember everybody like yo, we're watching yeah, Michael I Jordan. Seeing him at the caps in the last year that that joint was open up for like we was kids, kids. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I remember having a black Bulls jersey, like because Michael Jordan. So like the idea of Michael Jordan is not like you know I'm not that young where like the idea of Michael Jordan doesn't resonate with me. But I think it's it's interesting to see him in real time. Like it's interesting to see Magic Johnson and Larry Bird when they show the old video clips be like in nineteen eighty eight, be like, Oh nah, he's the best player in the world. Like that I think is interesting because it's easy for us to be like, Oh yeah, Michael Jordan is so good, da 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 But it's one thing to see like dudes during his time because it's yo, niggas are talking about him, Babe Ruth. And Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that's crazy. Those are the three people. And they played at the same time as Magic Johnson. Like, they, they, yo, think about being like four or five years into your NBA career and people being like, yo, you are on the same pedestal as the greatest baseball player and, you know, at the time, American sports icon. Was it his third year when they went against the Boston Celtics? They was banging up. Yeah, yeah 83, 84 is when he got that was, drafted. That was second year. Second or third year? Third year. Yeah. yeah. So, like, my thing is, like... Larry Bird was like, son, he was different. Yo, so if you if you are at that point... You felt the 49 and 63? I need to see what it. What the hell? You know, I need, to, I need to see it to understand it. Because the thing about LeBron is that, low-key, I've watched it. So, I, like, so when people talk about it, I'm going to be like, yo, yeah, LeBron was really good. But I'm be like... Steph Curry was really good. KD was really KD good. KD was really good. Kyrie was really good. James Harden, like, Russell Westbrook averaged a, a triple-double for a whole entire NBA season. Multiple like, years. There, there's going to be, like, I'm going to be able to, you know, attest to these other people being really, really great. Like, yo, Steph Curry had a unanimous MVP. Especially like, when it comes to, like, comparing to, like, the two. Because it's like, Jordan he, guarded the best nigga on the You know, so Jordan, nine-time nine All-NBA defensive first team. Yeah. Like, I think there's a difference in, like, being great, the greatest, one of the best all-time, and then being the guy who's just head. And, I and like, yeah. I fuck with LeBron. But I never at one point in time where I was like, yo, LeBron is so much better than everyone. There's been yeah. times where he's been better for sure. I don't, I don't I think, think he's ever been so much better. I, don't, I think you'd be lying to yourself if you say, like, there hasn't been multiple years in which LeBron's been the best player in the bas- in the NBA. No, no, for sure. Maybe five to even ten, depending on how you, you know, which years you want to pick. Yeah. But 
almost all those years, especially from like I give him like what seven, eight. I I go from like from two thousand thirteen in Miami. I like, go from like uh, two thousand fourteen until now. Second or third ring with the what's his name with the uh, second or third trip with the Cavaliers. How long was he in Cavaliers? Two Four? years, right? Four years. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's eight right there. I would say, and that's just off top. Two thousand fourteen, KD was probably better. like that's what I'm saying. Like when I look back at it, like two thousand sixteen, Steph Curry was better. Like even two thousand seventeen, Russell Westbrook was better. It's not that like LeBron James wasn't the best. Like you know, he's not the most important or the MVP. He's still always in the conversation. Always in the conversation. So you know, it's, it's different. But I think that's the difference between Jordan. How many years are people like, oh yeah, Lodge won mm-hmm. or Barkley? Like Barkley won an MVP and what ninety three, yeah. and I don't think anybody was like, oh shit. Now people gonna it's probably like Jordan not in the league right now. Now this is some. Now some of this is just on me because people have been saying LeBron James has been the best player for since like two thousand nine, from like two thousand nine to two thousand eighteen. Which I find it funny because I was watching the on ESPN the 2009 finals. Didn't Kobe win that? When there was the Lakers versus the Magic, and what you would call it, Mark Jackson and Van Gundy are on the what call. Kobe him? Bryant's the best bad player at basketball. So I'm like, yo, we, we, yo, we're, revisionist history is that? Yeah. Like that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this for the rest of time. Yeah. Like. No, like you said with Jordan time, like I stand, like I stand, seen Michael Jordan play because I even the short time he retired and then he might have came back to the Wizards, like my nigga, like that short period of time we got endless Jordan highlights, like endless, and I'm just like, bro, like I ain't never seen a nigga take over the game the way this nigga Jordan did, like ever. Like flat out, and be like, bro, like the last nine, ten minutes. All me, baby. Me. Like, nobody else getting the ball. Like, and it's all mid-range. That's another reason why I fuck with Jordan game. Mid-range killer, champ. Also, I think, like... like I, that was tough. Like I think Jordan is from... In a time where niggas just like, bro, you be getting to the bucket or... Yeah, I think Jordan's from a different era. Like, I think people talk a lot of times about, like, things people do in this era, and I'm like, well... They do this because it's this era. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put LeBron in 1970s basketball, he's not playing like LeBron today. Mm. Because that's not how, like, the game evolved as to, like... He probably Jordan, some real shit. People play the way they play like today because Jordan. The, the way people are about to start playing is going to be because of Steph, I think. For sure. People are going to be shooting 40-foot three-pointers. Steph all, and James Like, Trey Young is an all-star right now. Yeah, Trey Young is an all star right now and has a chance to probably be like all I think NBA. Trey Young is like the real beginning of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He, he's an all NBA. He has the potential maybe to be an all NBA type of player. Sure. At his size and sort of his sort of skill set, 15, 10 years ago, is anybody thinking of Trey Young's being an all NBA or even an all star? No, probably not. Because he's not Allen Iverson. And also, Allen Iverson was Allen Iverson. Exactly. How many guys under 6'2", six, 6'3", six, would anybody even be thinking in that same vein? Before him, to it's do Isaiah something. Thomas. Once again, that was 12, it was 8. Isaiah Thomas got drafted in what, 83? There's a thing 82? You gotta be a Hall of Famer. 81? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about some of the 50 greatest basketball players of all time. Dead ass. 
Something is different. A bo- there are uh, another boys club inside of a bigger boys club. But I fuck with the fact that the Jordan dog got niggas talking and, you know, have, think, having conversations. One thing I think is going to do is put more respect on the other niggas I was in the league. Because I don't think niggas knew that Jordan, like, it was two niggas that went before Jordan in the draft. And, like, yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon I think everyone was knows that. Third pick, I made the I don't, think a, lot of, I don't think a lot of kids know that, Charles. Yeah, I like, think, today's children. I think they know. I think the third pick, I think the story of Michael Jordan is known very well. I just don't think the details, like everyone knows Michael Jordan is, as this winner or this sort of basketball god. I don't think anybody understands why. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't think those kids understand why he's a basketball guy. I don't to be poor. Like, I'm, I see the highlights, but like watching the shit, watching the, seeing the highlights isn't the big deal. It's seeing the interviews. Like, like yeah. I said, it's seeing Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and people be like, Yo, he's the best. Even before that, when they was talking about when he was at, at North Carolina, was, yeah, you went see was like, when, "Yo, this is the best nigga." When Roy Williams is like, "Oh yeah, you know, he grew," and then he exactly. came to the camp, and we were like, "Oh yeah, he's the best player in America." No, when James Worthy was like, "I was, I was the better best for two weeks." For two weeks, I was just like, and "He was like, if he wanted," because that's the thing about Michael James Jordan. James Worthy was a fucking dog. That's the thing about Michael Jordan. It's never. It doesn't seem to me Michael Jordan is exponentially more skilled than any one basketball player to ever play. I think he worked. I worked a lot of niggas. And that's the thing. Like if my if we're going skill sets, Michael Jordan is probably like maybe top ten most skilled basketball players ever. That's probably how I feel, so. That's how I feel about Braun. Like but, with your argument, I really think that's how you feel about the over feel about Braun. I, I think, but I think Michael Jordan's will to be so much better at it when it comes to like. Michael Jordan at one point had the record for three pointers in the NBA Finals in a half. Yeah. That's not his game at all. Nigga went six straight or something. Yeah. Wild so, shit. Seven straight. Versus Portland. But like that's not his game at uh-huh. all. But he decided the that shrug. but he decided that Fuck at it, this at grief. this moment in time, I'm going to do this. I think that is the fundamental difference between Michael Jordan and all these other Damn, people. That nigga Cliff was fucking like, hammering his dumb ass every time he went to the paint. Like Steph Curry, I don't think Steph Curry is ever gonna be at one Big point be like, "Yo, I'm about to go ass. to the mid range every fucking time and just do this because th- th- this will take the will from these people." I just, I just think there's a difference. Maybe physically, whatever. Even Steph Curry, even um, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. who I think probably embodies all the things that we're talking about, as far as like skill set and you know, be I just don't think at one point kept seven footer. He could be like on a yo-yo. I just don't think think Michael Jordan could be like yo. I'm gonna put you in the post. I just don't think Kevin Durant at any point is gonna be like all right. Now now it's time to go in the post, and you are going to bend to my will. Like I think there's something to that, and I think I know there's some like basketball nerds and purists who don't like that idea of like people having will, and but I think there's something to that, and I think that's what make Michael Jordan so much better than everybody else. The will to be like yo. They went 18 for 38, finished the game with like 45 points. It's just like bro, like it is how. And like that's why I feel Kobe like. <laughs> Yo, Kobe wasn't as graceful with it nah. as Michael was. But, like, yo, there's there's something about, yo, if y'all don't want to come do it, fuck it, I will. Yeah. And I fuck with LeBron. But LeBron has a lot of, I'm always going to do what's right, and I will let the chips fall with they may. You know, and that's cool, and that's good for, like, but basketball as, purposes. But as a GOAT. Exactly. That's cool for like people being like, "Oh yeah, you're so efficient. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're so smart. You're you're, you're plus smart. Minus. Plus minus is amazing. You're man. a smart basketball player. I'm not. I'm not opposed <laughs> to that. 
But yo, sometimes you gotta be like, yo, this is a bad shot. Go but get a hoop, bro. I, go go get a. Bucket. Sometimes it has to be like it's a bad shot, but I'm taking the shot, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna be like, oh, that doesn't. No, it does because that's it's the thing about basketball. That's it's not niggas, football. Son, that's why niggas love Allen Iverson. It's not football. You don't need no one to catch this. You don't need no one to block for you. You just need to be able to put the ball in the basket. And bro, if you can put the ball in the basket. That's ultimately what matters here. Like, Michael Jordan, time and time, when they counted the most, was able to find a way to put the ball in the basket. For sure. Shout out to the Doc. I didn't think they was going all the way back. I legit thought it was just about to be. The one year? Yeah. Nah, I fuck with going all the way back. Um, you got to tell the whole story? I think this Jerry guy is getting a lot of flack. Jerry Krause? We have to respect the fact that he drafted, buddy. Who? Did he not draft the draw? No, no. Jerry Krause came in three years later. After the... 85, 86. He came in 86. He came in 88. Just give him the credit for bringing in Phil. That's all I got. He brought in Phil. 89. Niggas is like, damn, fuck this nigga. He brought in Phil. He brought in... uh, What the thing about Jerry Krause is, like, I don't got no knock against him because he thinks, like, to me, he thinks like a baseball GM. Like, he's just like... Right? That was his job. His job. Like he just, to, but like I think he really bought like a baseball mindset to it type shit. Cause like before that niggas was keeping teams until like they drove him into the ground. That I mean he should have because he had a. You, here's and the thing. him. He was just like bro. Like we gotta get these niggas in and out. In theory like, he was right, but also oh yeah, he sure. had Michael Jordan. So in theory he was wrong. When you have Michael Jordan, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel you when you have Gary Payton and. Sean Kemp, yes. Mm-hmm. You don't let them get on their last leg. When you have fucking Michael Jordan, we just compared the dude to Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali. Like, we're talking about the greatest ever. We're fucking Pele you know, and shit. Pe- you know, you, you, you don't, you don't, when you have that guy, you don't go, hey, let's try to, you know. You know your best friend that you're playing the best with and yeah let's let's, let's try to lead the league let's try to shave the margins because all jordan was saying was like give me my guy and here's my thing if jordan was saying that he wasn't ready to do it with pitman anymore then do then don't do it yeah but as long as jordan is saying i could do it with him keep going with him hope they get into uh whoever the owner was and why jerry reinsdorf why they stuck with jerry kraus yeah, mm-hmm. like why stick with him? He says that was his man. Yeah. Fuck that, he's Jordan. Well, here's he the thing: they, six, bro. But that's the thing. If you if you've won six, if you've won five and you're about to be you on your leg for six, how many times? People also, this is the one thing about businessmen. I've come to realize they deal in the reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, facts. they deal in the idea that this will not last forever. So how we're talking about? Again, you keep going with Michael Jordan. Jordan. He's like, well, there will be a time when Michael Jordan does not play for this team. Mm-hmm. Whether he wanted... There will be a time Michael Jordan is not doing what he's doing right now. Facts. But there will always be a time where he's just not here. Mm-hmm. And when he's not here, what do we do then? And I still think they was bitter about that nigga leaving and coming back, too. For sure. Listen. They'll get into it. They'll get into it. And also, you listen, you can't be... You can't be a rich person and not feel like you get credit for the things you're a part of. That's just not how they function. So, as much as, like, we put it in on Jerry Krause, God bless the dead, he's not here to defend himself. Damn. You don't think Reinsdorf was, had a lot to do with it? He I did, know. he did. That uh, nigga did uh, not step on, in man. at all, bro. You're the owner, right? 
You can easily, and you don't do it because you kind of feel some of the same way. You feel like, hey, why don't they talk about this new stadium I built? Or why don't they talk about this new arena? Or why don't they talk about all the money I paid these guys? That's how these people think. So, like, it's easy to kill uh, Kraus because... Why he could have came in and literally just restructured that nigga's contract and it would have been over with. It's easy to kill Cross because once again, you know, <laughs> like, fat guy, fat white, because you know, because like even if Jerry Cross wanted to restructure what's the name's contract, he would have owner got to approve it. Yeah, that was in the tight spot. You could tell he was, he was pissed off and like he was heated in a lot of those niggas was stressed, but you didn't handle that shit. He didn't handle it well. That's one thing I say about Jerry. He ain't handle the situation well. And it is what it is, bro. I don't think anybody could handle, yo, you're dealing with the most famous sports or basketball team. And once again, this is basketball. It's not like football and baseball that yeah, have. You see them niggas' faces. You know, not even that, but these these aren't cherished. This basketball isn't a sport that's super cherished, that has this super long history. Revolutionizing. You know, dealing with you, something that's revolutionizing you, the sport. The sport and sports. I mean, they had the athlete, Not just sport. They had the athlete that was doing that. Though. But the sports world in general. You got that guy after this shit fucks niggas up. Another thing that was great to me was this nigga's 14 minute minute restriction. And still got his team to the finals. I mean, to the playoffs. Niggas had 14. Had a hard 14. Niggas thought Zion was on some shit. Damn, how you get Jordan to 14? Nance was still getting buckets. Nigga said, you had 14, 30 seconds to go? No. Nigga went back to college said, just to play to, basketball. Fella. I'm going to lose my job. Now you tell me. Uh, I have one last dead ass. Fella. Uh... Uh, one last, Davis, one last take. The Ponzi scheme that you guys are currently doing with the um, Snapchat, I mean with the uh, Instagram. Inst- not Instagram, um, Instagram. Cash app. Where you guys are asking someone to send you $100 and you're in the little pyramid with the eight people. While it may not be a scheme, it is a scam. No, no. Wow. Well, excuse me, I said it wrong. While it may not be a scam, it is a scheme. Good point. Um, And what I say by that is that the only way money actually transfers in a like a a society in our society is through a product or service. You have to offer a product or sell a service, and that's how you get money. Or people can give you money. Money is also transferred through donations and inheritance and stuff like that. Those are the ways you make money. There's no way in the world, in this world that the Lord has given us, or if you believe in other people, the other people have given us, that you get money because you give other people money. It's not how it works. Like, there's there's no... None of that. That's, that's never how it works because... Money has to sort of transfer in some sense, and you just giving somebody money is not transferring it. It's not. It, it hasn't. It hasn't changed. You just gave. You know. You just. You passed it along. Mm-hmm. I think transfer might be the wrong word. Like money has to um, be exchanged. Yeah. How do I say? Because like. Money has to be given for something else. You know, like, something has to be, yeah, I guess exchange. Because transfer is just like, you can transfer 
inheritance. You know what I'm saying? It's not really exchange. You didn't really do anything. You were born. <laughs> I guess that was your your doing. You stayed in good in the family's good graces. I guess you can consider that doing so. But like right now, if someone paid if we if someone broadcasted the podcast, we would get paid for it. Doing the podcast would be the reason why we're getting paid. We sell t-shirts, we sell merchandise. The mer- people buy the merchandise and now we get money for them buying the merchandise. Mm-hmm. We pay somebody money to get the merchandise in which we sell to others who pay us money. You see how this is working? There's there's always something being exchanged and given. Never in this scenario is money just being handed to somebody and someone is saying other money is giving back. So you guys are a part of a scam. Um, I mean, a scheme. Sorry. Don't feel bad. I didn't get you 800 though. Just know that you are part of a scheme. It's, well, not, it's not done there, though. And that's the that's issue. The so I don't know if niggas know that it's not there. It's not there. there. You move to another one, yeah. and then everybody moves up until someone becomes the middle. So basically, the first everybody on it, and, and this is why it's a, and this is why it's a scam, a scheme, because at the end, if let's say everybody on the outside of the joint gives the eight hundred, the one hundred each, the person gets the eight hundred. That person is in no real obligation to say, hey, I'm going to go to the next one and do it so that he could literally be, all right, I got my on it. Yeah, I'm done. The thing is, like, you got to <laughs> get people, like, the whole thing is that at, cer- at a certain point, somebody's going to get got. Like, that's just how it works. Like, maybe 400 of y'all do it and none of y'all get got. 401 through 409 are going to get got. So, like, once again, like, I, I feel y'all, like, so many of y'all have done it, and there's no, none of y'all have, y'all all good, y'all cashed out. Yes, I, I, I believe it, because y'all got it, and y'all people. Y'all got it at the point where it's just, like, niggas, niggas thought it was believable. And niggas gave y'all money. Like, literally, that's the thing, like, you can't, they can't be mad because all, they, they can say that niggas gave them money. Mm-hmm. So, when you, if you say niggas gave you money, how can you be mad at the idea of niggas giving you money? But the truth is, you lied. You, we know it, you know it. I mean, time they acting like that shit was an investment, so, and it wasn't. It's a scheme. It's a scheme. Um, do you have anything else to say before, uh, and this is another quarantine radio, I love it. Um, or another quarantine, uh, podcast episode. Go on hazythoughts.com, buy you something. I got on these great Hazy Thoughts volume two sweatpants right now, things are amazing. I'm also high shit, shop with ism vibes. Um, 420 was cool today. Um, and I think we're about to, are we rolling up again? Yeah, of course, we're rolling um, up. Uh, we're about to roll up again, people. Um, I'm about, yeah, I'm about to get out of the way. I'm about to delete my social media. About to delete your social media? Nah, the apps. Just for the next month. Okay. Get ready for the Ramadan. Yes, sir. Nice vibes. Uh, like we said, quarantine episodes are going up. We're having a good time. We're chilling. And yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Indeed. Talk to y'all. See you later. Don't let the money come between the friends. Don't let a woman turn them to a foe. Don't let the fame turn them to a hoe. They think it because I haven't set the alarm in a minute. Let me not forget the code. You just a lost cause in the shows. Because there's large crowds at the shows. Not because you're new. Flow getting old, make oh. your new flame getting